good evening, everyone. It is Pastor Sid coming to you from my home. Uh, the sun has already gone down, and uh, it is actually Thursday, and our um, we've had a difficult night uh, with uh, weather, but thank. Be to God, we didn't have any damage here at uh, my home, but uh, there were those who did, and those down in the southern part uh, of the state, in, in Alabama, Panhandle, Florida, got, we all have friends there, and we want to keep them in our prayers, and uh, possibly you know folks that I don't know, but we want them to know that we care, and if they see this, we uh, certainly want you to know that you are in our prayers and have been in our prayers. Uh, this will be published Sunday morning on our website and on my Facebook, but um, uh, uh, recording early this week because I have another engagement. It's gonna take most of my Friday and Saturday. So I wanna make sure it gets out to you uh, in, in time. So uh, we do want to uh, continue praying for everyone that has been uh, in this uh, storm set up last night. I even went live uh, and uh, uh, shared uh, the rain with, with folks. So if you see that, uh, some of you have spoken. It's always kind of a, it's, it's, you're caught kind of in between when all of these storms are coming because you see the power of nature and how fierce it is and it makes me think of how powerful uh, God is and um, in this whole great big world that we have, it can be so gentle and calm, and then it can be so fierce and powerful. Um, that's the way we are as humans, even. We uh, sometimes are very, very calm, and other times we're strong and, and fierce, and sometimes are indiscriminate at the, the things that we do. But we want to be purposeful, though, as Christians, to be uh, more, uh, uh, how should we say, uh, loving and caring and accepting and uh, doing the things that God would have us to do. Uh, reaching out to those who are sick, reaching out to those who are in need financially, reaching out to those that are downtrodden, those who are depressed and um, many times feel alone and feel like they're in this battle all along. I, I, alone. I've talked to folks a lot this week uh, that have felt uh, more stress than uh, in, in uh, recent days and recent months. I think uh, all of the uh, coronavirus, COVID, uh, pandemic, uh, the quarantining and the unknowing and the uncertainty of finances. It's just like, uh, you just don't know if we can take one more thing, but you know we can, and God will get us through uh, everything that we need and our faith will get us through. And uh, we as humans want to help each other regardless of our faith regardless of people who have no faith. And that's kind of interesting uh, that in our gospel lesson that's appointed to us uh, this week, uh, 
from the 20th chapter of St. Matthew. May Christ be in our thinking, in our speaking, and in our hearts. Uh, the parable of the laborers in the vineyard. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you also go into the vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went and, and he went out again about noon about, and about three o'clock and he did the same. And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around and he said to them, why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. When the evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only an hour, and you've made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to them, Friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I gave to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. It is really interesting that uh, this little passage here and, and, and it brings me back to a number of conversations. I, I know that uh, I was reading something that Leonard Sweeney had written that, um, that we have to wrestle with scripture sometimes and we wrestle uh, with faith and wrestle with the, uh, the, the gospel and, and what Jesus said and these parables and what do they really mean? So, but faith, wrestling with our faith helps us to grow. Uh, I know that in years gone by, and then sometimes you wonder. Well, uh, a lot of times the question comes up: Is there such thing as a a, a deathbed conversion? And uh, some say yes, some say no. I say that we don't have the power to make that decision. Uh, that's God's uh, uh, doing, and if someone wants to uh, profess faith at that point, I think this is what this parable is saying, uh, that folks uh, across life come in later, and many try to live their faith out and do good and do no harm and stay in love of God and do the things that, that they should, and then others seem to not care until they get maybe later in life or, or uh, maybe on 
uh, in, in some tragedy or, or some illness comes or uh, they're afraid that they will go off into the abyss and not know God and possibly wind up in, in hell or whatever. Um, so does God forgive them? And does God accept people to come in late? And is it fair? Well, that's not really for us to decide. Um, you know, the people of God have always grumbled. Think about uh, in, the, in the Old Testament passage uh, assigned to this week in Exodus, one of them, uh, the Israelites had gone out into uh, from bondage and they were out in the wilderness all of those uh, 40 years. Like someone said, they wandered in the wilderness uh, 40 years, but it took 40 years to get Egypt out of them. Uh, and that's the truth in that because they complained uh, continuously about everything and, and, and doubted. And after seeing all those miracles, I just sometimes I think, but we do that. We see the wonders of God. We see the goodness of God. But yet we complain. And, and then we just really don't, sometimes, actually at times don't want others uh, that come in late. We, we, we're leery of them. And uh, uh, we think, we question their sincerity. And we think, well, it's just not fair. God doesn't weigh this, this thing out uh, properly. Well, guess what? We're not God. <laughs> and, and if indeed there is God, that's God's doing. Um, it reminds me of a story of, and this is a true story, of a lady that was in my church, uh, one of my churches, and um, she was there every week. She gave. Uh, she actually uh, professed her faith, but uh, she never had joined the church, and uh, she had never been baptized, not even as an infant or, or, or anything. And I talked to her uh, a number of times about it, and I never denied her uh, communion or, or what have you, because uh, just you know we have an open table, and and some are really strong on the baptism piece or whatever. But I think that people can find faith, uh, find Christ at the table, and <clears throat> so she became ill, and. Uh, I went over and visited with her, and I was taking her uh, communion and, and sharing with her. And she, and she asked me, uh, she could barely speak, she said, Pastor, is it too late to be baptized and join the church? And I said, no, ma'am, it certainly is not too late. And there she was in one of those hospice beds at her house, and her family was gathered around, and I had brought the elements for communion and so I, I asked for you know a bowl of blessed water and, and, and I blessed it and um, and I asked her the questions of her faith and baptized her right there on her bed and she looked around and there were some people from our church there and we all uh, said we welcome you to the and we named the church and and uh, we're stand by you, and just like we all have all these years, because we've considered you a member. But uh, and she, before I could get it out of my mouth, she said, "But now I'm legal." And tears came down her face, and we were all just—it was a powerful moment. So 
she knew the Lord. She was a Christian all this time, but she wanted to make sure everything was in order before she left this world. And we all uh, shared communion around that bed, and then about two or three more days she was gone from this world. So it's not for us to decide. I've known a number of people who have contacted me and uh, uh, they were ill and they wanted to make sure things were right. What better time? I know when I, uh, in my earlier years, and I was uh, very ill with uh, twice or two occasions, I had deep vein thrombosis and I uh, had professed my faith and I was like, wow, what's this happened to me? What if I were to leave this world? And I wanted to make sure things were right. I spent my, seven, my 18th birthday uh, and uh, I'll be 62 years old next month. Imagine that, 18 years old in a hospital, not knowing if you're going to, you're 17 and you're turning 18. Again, when I was 27. Uh, many times I've had to renew that commitment and like I said, I never stop being a sinner, neither of you. Uh, we are all sinners and fall short of the glory of God. But it's something about that, making that commitment of our faith. And it's just like I was trying so hard once to, to speak to a person of another faith that, um, you know, about Jesus bearing our sin and uh, dying for us. And, um, and that's really hard for some people to understand, even within the Christian faith, uh, that that Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. There's some who believe that he died only for the select, the elect group, and, uh, and then a universal salvation. And uh, there's so many different uh, views that we could talk about. But if you come late to the dance, I still think you get to dance. And uh, I believe that God uh, it may speak to you through some of these men. I've had people say, well, you know, your words of calming and uh, reassuring, and uh, as I played just a few moments ago, no other plea. No other plea. My first song was uh, Come Christians Join the Sing, but the second one was No Other Plea. I, it's nothing I can bring. You know, Jesus uh, paid it all. I, I can't plead anything before God. None of my goodness, none of my good works. None of us can do this. It's not to say, well, we should just go all out and just be as crazy as we want to be and bad as we want to be or, uh, or not do good in the world. No, because if we really love God, we'll try to do the best we can. That doesn't mean that we'll be all that we can be. And doesn't mean that um, we'll fall short and we have to deal with all our stuff. Um, but uh, that's true. That, that Jesus died for us and we have no other plea. And just like he told in the parable of, of the landowner, and the one who owned the vineyard, you know, all of these folks came at different times, and it's my vineyard. And um, you got what you asked for, and if I want to give the same to others, that's up to me. And I'm thankful that I have a God like that, that God loves us and cares for us. Aren't you glad of that? And so as we wrestle to try to understand all of these things and we see the storms and we see the discord in our nation and in our world and uh, we see disease and we think things that are just not fair, 
but we have to remember that someone who's looking at it from, at least I believe to be so, some people think that's silly, but I believe that God has a purpose and a plan for everything and an understanding of everything, things we can't see. And um, we don't have to understand, but we can receive peace by faith and peace in our hearts. And we can be all changed um, and to be better people and to love more and to care more. And I believe that. And I think that's the things that count. So, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. Forgive us our debts. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and forever shall be. Because I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried, the third day rose from the dead and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, from there you should come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, in the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Do you believe those things in your heart? Today, you can. We can only do the best we can because we have no other plea except that Jesus died and he died for me, died for you. Go in peace. Go knowing that you belong to the Lord. In the name of the Father, our Creator, Jesus, the Son, our Redeemer, and then the Holy Spirit, our Sustainer.
you and you have a wonderful